are. Bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my patrons over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me in what I'm doing. And today I'm very, very honored, very pleased to have a legend of the Melee community, someone who put forth an extraordinary project and video series on YouTube all the way back in 2006, the Advanced How to Play, parentheses, SSBM, part one, part two, and part three, and all these years later, even getting noticed from the likes of Alston Melee at the number six slot of 10 unsung heroes of the Melee community. This is WAC017. WAC, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for uh, inviting me. So I'm glad to be here. Okay, uh, okay. Just one question. I I forgot to ask you: Is this live or is this pre-recorded? Pre-recorded. All right. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, what's the right way to? I'm I'm not confident again enough to stream live. So I'm very good uh, okay, okay. pre-recording stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, that that would have been a, a pretty good idea, I think, to try it today or something. But it's okay. Let's. Uh, yeah. No worries. Another time. One thing that I'll say, if there is a next time, WAC, we can do a live stream on your side on your twitch.tv slash WAC017 for anybody interested in checking that out. Link in the description below of the podcast yeah. or the YouTube video you're watching. So it's uh, I've done that before with a couple of other people. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, don't, okay. I don't normally suggest it because I don't want to like, what's the word? I don't want to invite myself onto somebody else's stream if they don't feel comfortable doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, I stream. I stream every now and then. Uh, it's uh, it's like uh, you know, it's it's always when I feel like it, when I have like some spare time to you to do. Because let's be honest, like we've seen uh, the 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 leaks of Twitch recently mm. uh, during September or something like that. I think or August. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, the the the, the, the statistics are uh, really. Uh, like savage i think i think only eight thousand people make minimum wage or better out of everyone uh, uh streaming so like it's it's an impossible dream like everyone wants to be a streamer everyone like you you see you're a big streamer you're like man looks so easy to play video games every day <laughs> but like nah it's not gonna happen bro it's very yeah. top heavy. You're right, it, because there's oh, yeah. there's only so many people who tune in to watch, and you look at it and you say, "But there's millions of people watching," but then there are thousands, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of streamers, like people who stream at least a couple of times a month. Yeah. So for the people who really want to make it, you have to commit full time hours to it. I mean that that can be a good spot to start since that seems to be of interest to you, Wack. Did you ever try to make it big on Twitch, or is it more of a hobby to you at this point? I tried for like two weeks, and I was like, okay, yeah. I tried for two weeks. Okay, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to make it a job. Okay, let, let's let's go with it. Let's uh, let's like uh, put the alarm in the morning and uh, have your coffee, your cup of coffee. Do from eleven to four. Let's see what happens. And uh, I was playing Mario Maker at that point. <clears throat> and um, it felt at some point, literally at some point, it felt like a job. It, it's funny how, like, when you when you play video games alone, like uh, in your living room or something, you play video games and like you can stop whenever you want. And that's the part that makes it a video game and fun to play. It's like you can stop whenever you want. 
But when you sit here and like, you are the entertainer, like you're not entertained by people on Twitch, you are the entertainer and like, it's weird to be on the other side and uh, it, it, it quickly felt like a job. So uh, I dropped it immediately. <laughs> and, and good for that because honestly, like yeah. even though you, you even, even if you put all your time into it, like 12 hours a day, even if you like go naked, uh, uh, eat, eat stuff you would never eat otherwise, ju just to make some subscribers and stuff, you still have no chance of making it like maybe you're gonna get like 200 300 uh, uh, viewers or maybe some more subscribers like 250 subscribers and stuff like that but like that's still not enough to to make a living out of it so yeah the, it's it's a it's really a dream i i wish i wish it was more like okay the only thing i would change about twitch is like let's say you have your uh, your your followings well, it's always going to be the most viewers on top and then it goes down. But like, I don't always feel like watching the big streamers. They ignore me anyway. And when I go down the, 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 the more, the, the, the smaller streamer, the, the yes. like they have like 10, 15 uh, viewers, yeah. then it becomes like more interesting. I feel like it, I, I feel like, uh, because there is more interaction, you can like, you know talk with them they're gonna answer because like you you, you what what you say is, is not just sorry it's not just gonna go like them like yeah, this yeah, yeah. and then like, like a mango okay. stream you might as well not even try <clears throat> yeah yeah chat goes so fast nobody sees that i'm gay and like you type that you, you and like nobody sees it the famous uh copy pasta oh so, yeah. yeah i like what you're saying that when you go to a smaller streamer, they are paying attention to chat more because it goes much slower. And then it gets to a point where you need to have dedicated mods to help you with chat being degenerate bunch of peoples and being careful about cultivating your community. You have to think about like a certain brand that you present, an image, and like the different things that you do, how how your viewers will sort of react to it, you quickly start to realize that it's not just pressing the live button on OBS studios and just playing video games. It's a lot of like, it's a lot of social interacting, even if it's through a screen that you have to sort of nail and nail quickly because those people might drop in in a raid or they might be doing what you do, which is, oh, a smaller streamer, I'll, I'll check this out. And they'll quickly be gone within 30 seconds because you're not on all the time because you can't be, you can't be like, you can't be like such a big entertaining person. Yeah, yeah. Especially if there's straight. nobody, if there's nobody watching at the top of it, like you're, right. you're, you're not going to talk to yourself and be super entertaining for like <laughs> four hours waiting for like that one guy who's going to pop in. And he, he actually like misclicked his favorite streamer <laughs> instead of, instead of like, he he fell on me and like he went on the ad and like was like yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna go out. Oh, I wanted whacked zero one eight. Oh yeah. Oh that 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 fucker dude. I hate that guy. <laughs> Always get all the the, the viewers. <clears throat> Funny because uh, uh, okay the first the first stream ever that I had okay uh, it was a, it was a Mario Maker one. I, I was um, I was quite often on another um uh, another stream uh the, the the streamer was a uh, shun 
Uh, he's a Japanese guy, pretty good at Mario Maker, one of, one of the best uh, out there easily. Uh, and um, he knew me. He knew me because uh, I was also one of the very, very good uh, Mario Maker player. And um, um, <clears throat> so I went live on the first, the first time, okay? And I was I was kind of stressed out. I was like, how 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 is it to be on the other side? Have you have you ever streamed? I'm pretty sure you, you did, but I'm, I'm asking. No, I have. Oh, only you have never done streamed? like a, a a fake live stream. I I pressed the live button and I was trying to do things, but I didn't have anything set up. I'm pretty sure the viewer only saw like a gray like like no signal kind of thing. So that does not count. You were the equivalent of like between two channels with your CRT, like between the <laughs> yes. three and the four, like that was your channel uh -huh. for like a couple of seconds. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I was kind of prepared, but still not prepared enough, I guess. You're, you're never prepared for your first time, okay? You're, you're never prepared. That applies for a lot of things in life, but anyway. <clears throat> so I was streaming and, and stuff and uh, I was two hours in and like there was there was probably like three or four viewers, like, you know, the, the usual first time streaming. And um, I got a raid, 400 people by Shun. 400? Boom. Yeah, 400. My face went red, my dude, red. But red, I was like, Shun, are you for real, dude? Are you for real? Like, I wasn't oh, ready. Yeah. Like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Chat, chat went like crazy. <laughs> well, crazy for, for 400 viewers. I mean, it wasn't, it was not be uh, like beyond the summit smash uh, 74,000 people fast but anyway and um, yeah I went crazy like, I, I was like so stressed out and at the top of it my my night bot uh, was um, programmed to ban everyone who's uh, who's uh, spamming uh, emotes and oh. so everyone in chat got banned because everyone like Shun told them to to spam some uh, some emotes, so they went all on my channel and they got all banned uh, because, <laughs> because of, because of my night bot. So like uh, it was a warm welcome to everybody for my first uh, for my first stream. Like welcome in everybody, and also just everybody get banned. Took me a while to uh, unban everybody. <laughs> That's a great first story of a stream. It, I, I think I would not fare much better than you, honestly, because I know why you decided to have the Nightbot ban users who would spam emotes, because I don't need that energy in my life. That's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but they're trying to well, be supportive and to be <clears throat> like, yeah, Shun sent us, woo! But... <laughs> Nightbot. Yeah, it's more about the. Uh, it's more about like when you are a small streamer, you're more uh, uh, bound to spam stuff, and I've seen spam before. So I, uh, you can have this. Uh, uh, you, I think you have this option on Nightbot that lets you like let that let Nightbot decide whether or not it's more spam or something. Like Nightbot mm -hmm. is going to be the, the the boss of you, the boss of your chat. I think I I just clicked okay let, just go for it you know it's it was my first time but then I removed it and and that and that's like the whole thing know. right because after a while instead of having nightbot you would just have mods who when you go live they're with you and hanging out that that is just a wild concept to me because some streamers have very long hours and schedules and they because 
of the community building they've done, they've gotten, you know, like five or 10 people who can drop in and be mods throughout the entire stream. And that's just, that's a whole different level that I would, I never feel like I would be able to get to. It's imp very impressive for the ones who managed to rise out of the, 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 the 99.9% and become a 0.01er. Those are, those are some really hard workers and lucky people. <laughs> well, they're hard workers, but okay, for the wrong places, <laughs> because being a mod for a, for a streamer is like, okay, like you do it for free first, very yeah. often, I would guess. But no, also, sure. I think also, like most of them are people they already know in real life. Right. That was my first, uh, I think on my first stream, uh, I asked my, my friend to, to come and mod uh, my channel. But like at the same time, you don't even need a mod. When, when you have like 10 viewers, you don't need a mod. <laughs> Except if you're speed running and like, you know, I watch, uh, I watch a tr uh, uh, um, every now and then um, a guy doing 100% Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh, wow takes him six hours but like you know i'm not watching the whole thing of course but like this guy needs some mods because you know he he can't just stop and mod his channel but uh, yeah when you're a small small stream like you don't you don't really need mods you've played a bunch of different games just based on the media that's available from someone who dro uh, drops in on your twitch page and so it doesn't seem like Melee was a first love for gaming by any means, but back in the in the beginning days of you getting into gaming, what were some of the first games you remember playing? Oh my god, I was a Nintendo guy, Mario guy, Zelda guy. I played the, the Legend of Zelda, uh, A Link to the Past back in the days. Uh, I played a lot of it, uh, and I remember um, I, I was missing one piece of heart one quarter one one quarter of a heart like every time i was playing this goddamn game I, I i missed one heart and like and then i got the internet in 1994 or Ooh, something let's go. <laughs> and then i could like google no I, google didn't even exist then. yeah yeah yeah, like yeah mm -hmm. google google was not there yet not yet so like but i searched on the internet and I could find where the last piece of art were. So, but yeah, I was a, a lot of a Nintendo guy. Uh, I, I remember, like, I don't know if if uh, okay, maybe maybe most of the your audience is maybe a bit too too young for that. But okay, I had a, a, a NES NES console, like the 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 the, the fat rectangle gray one, you know, the, the OG the, like Mario, oh, yeah, the, 1985, yeah. yeah. Yeah, not aesthetic at all. Like the uh, the square, like the your controller was like that. Like, and then you were playing with with the like rectangle controller. I played on one uh, before. Not... It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, oh, I didn't yeah, own no. it, but I've gotten to play on one. It's like it just feels like you're holding history in it, but it's still really fun. Like, it's <laughs> it's still really fun even today to play on like an original NES console. Yeah, yeah. Now it's more about like the 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 design to put on a backpack, like you know the. the <laughs> the NES yeah. controller, you put it in a backpack, and yeah, now you're retro, and now you're cool, and now you're hot. Uh, they go away, but, but they come yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Back then, the, uh, there was still like um, game piracy, I would say, and you could have like some cartridges that had like 260 games on it, like on Ooh, one cartridge. Go. 
Uh, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. I think uh, for the yeah. Nintendo 64, they called it Game Shark, where you could just throw like almost all or maybe all the N64 games somehow into one cartridge. I mean, I have an EverDrive really? 64. Oh, I never tried that. I never, I never heard of that. Uh, the EverDrive 64 is one cartridge that goes into the Nintendo 64, but there's an SD card slot built into this cartridge, and you can put any Nintendo 64 uh, game through the computer into the SD card, and bam, you're good to go. I play smart. Smash Remix that way. They The, the modded Smash 64 uh, build, it's really fun. That is smart. Uh, but yeah, so they were uh, making cartridges with a shit ton of, uh, of video games in it. It wasn't really 260 games. I had that cartridge with 260 games, but actually, like, uh, from from uh, 100, like, it was actually 100, and then it was another 100 of games that were, like, the same games, but with GameShark codes that you could uh, you could add like infinite lives in, the, in your Mario game or something. And then another four, four, uh, like 60, 60 games that were not even working. So <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was the days, man. That was the days. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's as far as I can remember, honestly. Playing Mario 3 with, uh, with my, my friends back in the days. So it must have been a wild story when the Nintendo 64 drops and all of a sudden it's four people on one console. Never again with the two-player at a time or you have to take turns playing Super Mario Brothers. You can play, you can play Mario Kart. You can play Smash Brothers. You can play GoldenEye. Was that was that a was that peak gaming moment as well for you? Well, you needed more friends all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all, right. all consoles no. were like two-player, two-player, and no, that's not me all too, of a sometimes. <laughs> Like you have to say yes to your sister who wants to play. All of a sudden, like you know, you're playing with your friend, and like your sister comes in and she's like, "I want to play," and you're like, "Fuck, we have a third controller. We can't say no." But uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was amazing uh, when the N64 came out. Uh, I think it was the last console that I got uh, within the first year that it came out. Oh. Uh, yeah, because I was getting too old to, to get my console. <laughs> so like the GameCube, when it came out, I was like just too old to get it on, on Christmas. So, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, w I was still, um, what game did I have on the N64 though? I didn't even have a Smash 64. Like it uh, wasn't Ocarina even a game. Time? Nope, not even. Oh, no, I don't even remember what game I had on the N64. Holy shit. I think I had Majora's Mask. Yeah. Okay. Majora's Mask. Nice. Yeah, that, that game freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> no, uh, that same. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great game, but yeah, as a kid, like it's a little bit, it's a lot to go through, especially the, some of the opening cutscenes. You're like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, well, I think I was like too young to understand some, some things, but like, I, I don't know if people remember when the, you're in the Ikena Canyon, I think, and uh, you have to help the father who's, who became a, a mommy. Yeah. Uh, he was mummified. And yep. Like that was that was kind of terrifying as a kid. The game doesn't line. tell you what to do and after that cutscene happens. You're like, I don't know what to freaking do with this. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. and uh, But I remember I was, I was going to my friend's uh, place because he had Smash 64, though. And... Like, it, it was so amazing. Like, I, I don't know why I like the game, like, 
at, fir at first glance, I, I love Smash 64. And I was like, okay, I love this game. And I was beating my friend and all his, his brothers, older, older brothers and everything. And I was like, yeah, I don't even have the game. And I beat everyone. <laughs> like, the, the feeling, like, okay, I think it's the feeling that, like, okay. But maybe not as much today as, as back then. Because back then, uh, the internet uh, was not really a thing. And uh, so was, uh, like, there was no Smash Online. So, like, you could only be the best of your crew. Yeah, you know? So best in yeah, the neighborhood, best in your family, like your yeah, immediate yeah. social circle or best at your school at best, right? Yeah, exactly. You never like it was a it was nice because uh back then w when you started playing against somebody that uh, like you know somebody at school, okay? You 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 hear that guy at school saying, "Oh, I'm super good at Super Smash Bros." Uh, and, and you you hear the guy and you're like, "Well, I don't know. I've never been beaten before as well. So like, it was always like a, a clash of, I have no idea how good this guy is and he has no idea how, how good I am. And like, we, we, we meet up and at best we become friends and like, you know, we can start playing together uh, or at worst, uh, somebody beats the, the, the shit out of somebody else. And like, you never hear, hear of this guy again. But uh, yes, that was a uh, that was interesting because I don't feel like today is as is like this anymore. Like you don't hear any uh, any people coming into the community and saying, "Well, I'm the best out there, and like I'm gonna beat everyone here." It doesn't happen anymore. It was happening like at least once a once a week back then yeah. uh, in my life, like at school or or like on the oh my god, what was the name? jeuxvideo.com that was a website for french people and uh, a lot of people uh, uh, came in came in uh, the forum it was a forum and uh, they were like yeah i'm super good uh, who, who's uh, who's out there to to play me and, uh, yeah i did travel a lot because of that too because of the that website jeuxvideo.com for uh, for french it was quebec and uh, france as well and uh, i um like I met some people that lived two hours away from me, uh, because they were like, "I'm I'm the best out there." And for for from my end, I was starting to get like somewhat really good. I was the best at the best at my school. I was the best at like another school nearby, and I, I was like kind of unbeatable. Uh, so I, I kind of went um, uh, in in the, in all of Quebec back then. It was uh, okay. I'm talking about. 2005 okay 2005 it was when i i started going on the on the journey to to see who was good and who wasn't good and it turns out that um i did meet uh, some people that were way way better than me but uh that was um yeah that uh, i don't know if people know them it's uh pkm vodka AKA Lampadaire, uh, that dude is amazing, Quebec, uh, Quebec player. And uh, there was also Chester01, uh, uh, who also helped me for the advance how to play. These two guys were amazing. But uh, that's about, that's about every, every, like, these were the two only guys that were able to beat me and they were beating me really hard as well. And so that this was around the time that you started playing melee as well, yes? Or were you playing melee earlier than that? It just took you a few years to get to the point where you're like, 
I need to get beyond my global expansion needs to continue. I need to find people that are not just a 15-minute drive away. I need to get to two hours. I need to keep this thing going. Yeah, that was more melee. Uh, yeah. Not, not Smash, yeah, not Smash X4. Uh, Smash X4, when it came out, I was 12. And uh, uh, when melee came out, I was 14. But uh, when I turned 17, that's where I, I, I was like, okay, I, I need to find people that are two hours away from me to, 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 to get better or something. Because, uh, yeah, my region is uh, Gatineau back, back then, uh, which is uh, near Ottawa. Uh, people know more Ottawa than Gatineau. And uh, there were, well, there were some, it turned out that some people were good, but I could not find them back in the days. So um, I, was, uh, I was quite alone in my, in, my, uh, in my region, and I had to go to Montreal to find some good people. Yeah. So early Canadian melee, and you're out there trying to find some good players. And the the two people that you named earlier that I'm going to mess the names up of, so I'll, you know what, better not try. But you credited both of them in your advanced how to play. So, Jason, Jason and Reggie. Yes. So when, you, when you've met them and you realize wait a minute, what are you What are you doing that I'm not, you're moving so much faster than me. Was it that kind of feeling that you had when you first started playing them? Um, I, I don't think I was good enough, but, but they were doing the advanced technique that uh, you, you, uh, you're kind of uh, hinting right now. They were doing the advanced technique, but I was not, like, you know, the, the, we were young and the game was quite, it was new, okay? It was, okay, it wasn't, it it wasn't new, but it was new, okay? Because like the yeah. scene, the scene like just kept going bigger and bigger and bigger. So like back in two thousand five, the game was new, okay? <laughs> so uh, they were doing the things, but uh, uh, I didn't recognize. But at some point, I was like, wait, wait a second. I remember, I remember when the, when I I saw the first. Um, uh, Jump cancel grab from Sheik. I remember the my my. Uh, I think it was Reggie who was doing it, and I was like, "Wait, how how are you doing that? Like, you're like you're running and you're standing grab. What the fuck is that?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's a jump cancel, uh, jump cancel grab." And I was like, "And it's it's funny because I spent so much time with them, and they." They never told me anything. Like they were just keeping it for themselves, and oh. they, were, they were just beating the shit out of me <laughs> with, with advanced technique. And they would never tell me. Like I became, I became super good back in the days. I, you know, it, I wasn't very good, but like the gap between them and everyone else in Quebec was so insane. It was like a, a thousand versus like like you know with Dragon Ball Z. Sengoku versus yeah. Satan. Like it was literally that. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I, I, I had to ask the questions myself. I remember that. I was like, what is this? And what is it like? It, it, it was hard. And um, yeah, I don't remember what else I, I could remember. I don't even remember if I was doing L cancels. I don't mm. even remember that. It's been a while. It's been a while. So. Sure. Yeah. Only 15 plus years ago, but then you're the one asking questions. Did is that is that part of the inspiration for you to say I 
I know there's got to be other people out there who ask the same questions as I do. And there, there seems to be this, this whole theme of different little techniques that they're not on the manual. You can't find them in the relatively young internet because this is before Twitter and Facebook and even MySpace was like barely a thing at this point as I recall, but like social media, that was not a term. People didn't call it the internet social media. So it was Smashboards and maybe uh, like a DC++ kind of operation of if you wanted to watch Melee, right? right? So like, is that when you say to yourself, I need to like look this kind of stuff up and if there's somebody's got a list, like I want to contribute to it in some way. Like how how did that original inspiration come to you? Uh, well, that inspiration, um, it was more a motivation than inspiration because uh, uh, I saw on Smashboard, uh, Quester had yes, uh, Quester had the, uh, the 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 whole thing, and uh, he had a lot of a lot of uh, the techniques he wanted to implement in one video, and he was like, it's true that we we have we have uh, data, we have uh, you know the the we. We have the techniques explained somewhere. It was Alpha Zilat's um, like document or, or something, but it was all written, you know. And um, there was no video of anybody doing L cancel and how to explain the L cancel. And there's a reason why there was no video of that still in 2006. And I said it uh, to Alston Melia, and I'm gonna repeat it. It's because. It was hard for everybody to put a video on the internet. YouTube didn't exist. And you had to go on Mega Upload and like a bunch of other stuff uh, or other website and upload your video and hope it's gonna stay there as long as possible. That was how putting a video worked back then. And when I when I made my video, YouTube was still very, very young and not very popular. And People had no idea how long YouTube would, would would stand, and I remember when I posted my advanced how to play. Uh, you okay? I posted on Mega Upload and like some other places, torrents and and stuff, and like YouTube. What was the before to last link to my video? Because. You know, it was somebody told me like, oh, you can uh, you can also uh, uh, put it on YouTube, and I was like, YouTube, what is that? I don't even know what is that. But okay, <laughs> it looks like it's uh, another uh, place to upload your video, so I'm just gonna upload it there and hope for the best. Like, okay, it, it's really funny that how it turned out that like everybody knows what YouTube is and like it's it's such a uh, a huge place today. But yeah, back then there was no video and it was really hard to. Um, to put your video and share your video somewhere. So text was the way to go. AlphaZilla did it. Questu wanted, wa- wanted to do it, but uh, he, he bailed out. He, he was like, oh, okay, you guys, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore. And uh, I decided, okay, yeah, let's, let's do it. I want to do it. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember why I wanted to be the one who, to do it, but it was a project. And it looked nice. It looked interesting. And I, I told myself, all right, I'm going to do it. So I wrote it down. And Reggie, who's, uh, who was beating me every now and then on the, on the weekends, uh, answered like, oh, I wanted to do it myself. Whack, fuck you. And I was like, <laughs> well, sorry. And, uh, but uh, I, asked, uh, I asked for help back then because uh, my English was, uh, 
like inexistent back then. I, I, I was writing down the stuff, but I think I wrote them down in English. Um, sorry, in French, and he translated in English. That That's how bad my English was back then. Uh, and he helped me out. But yeah, the motivation was more a thing, like to, to put all these hours into this video than the inspiration, because, oh my, it's, it's uh, you need a lot of patience to make a video uh, like that. I think, uh, I think the whole thing was 33 minutes long. It's a uh, a lot of um, a lot of editing and like I I had to I had a lot of footage uh, by myself. I wanted to do some footage myself. Like I I didn't want to have like Ken doing his uh, Ken combo on somebody in a tournament. I didn't I didn't want that footage. I wanted me to use Captain Falcon and do a combo in Final Destination. And so that, that was, was you the, then with Marth, like you, you were comboing the Marth on Final Destination to show off the shuffle. Yeah, exactly. And I missed the end cancel at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He still got the D. <laughs> it was it wasn't true. Yeah, and no uh, no DI whatsoever. Uh, yeah, and I remember uh, he didn't even have all the all the techniques I I listed in the in the advanced how to play. There was a it was incomplete. Uh, back in the days, and uh, Chester, aka Reggie, uh, helped me um, putting more stuff. He also wanted, and other people also wanted me to put more stuff, such as uh, like uh, shine. Uh, well, you know, you can cancel your shine with with Fox and Falco, or oh, the uh, wave shine. Do... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or wave. Well, just canceling your shine with a jump, just like with with whatever you 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 can come up with, and. People were like, yeah, you, maybe you want to do like, I don't know, um, Samus's extended grab and stuff. But I was like, no, that's not what I want. I, I want something very generic. Like I want everything that every technique that's going to be in this video, I want it to be feasible with all or most characters. Yes. So that was the idea behind uh, that video back then. No, you get the impression watching it that that was the intention behind because you open up with the SSBM how to play video and you directly mm -hmm. translate it into an advanced how to play because you're saying these are techniques that are going to be useful for almost any character in this game. And like even pivoting, you like th there's like an acknowledgement of this is probably going to be useful for these characters, but this is still kind of cool. And you would go out of your way to show it off with like Dr. Mario, like a Dr. Mario pivot forward smash. Yeah, it was uh, like, I really want, like, I didn't want to emphasize on how good it is, how good it is with Fox or Falco to shuffle. It's broken and I didn't want to go that, uh, I, want, I, I didn't want to take that path. I wanted to take like some random characters you would never see again, <laughs> such as Yoshi <laughs> and Link and stuff like that, and and do the things that you you uh, do the techniques. Yeah, that that was my idea. Yeah, I, I I remembered that. Yeah, that's awesome. I just remember very vividly watching it for the first time because I'm minding my own business on YouTube because. This is, I'm like the perfect age for YouTube to start to become a thing, you know, like I'm 10 going on 11 back in 2006. And 
So I look up melee stuff and I've seen uh, like I've seen I had seen a couple of melee things by then because melee is a game that I liked playing at the time. I liked playing Smash 64 and we were might not have had rumblings of Brawl just yet, but that was going to happen at E3 2006. But regardless, I was all up in Nintendo. I love Smash. So I found the advanced how to play and the music selection in the first video, especially the Triforce Majeure OC remix song is something that I still listen to this day and it's because of you, Wack, because I was amazed by how in sync the music was with the with the actions on the screen in my brain i was like this is insane and so i see you do the falcon combo on on marth on fd and i just like i watched it over again and again because i couldn't believe what i was seeing i had not seen anybody do that with melee before and then when i saw perfect control 2 by super doodle man this might have been a year or so later when that came out around that time if i recall correctly but like it just like like it like it continues to like show me Melee is a game that where if you like if you push it it can take your it can take you to like really really awesome places. Uh so you were part of that because when I see your advanced techniques that you're showing off and then I see PC Chris versus Ken and then later on other great matches throughout Melee's history I can follow along because of the foundations of the video that the videos excuse me the three videos that you made. Yeah, uh, well, I'm glad you liked uh, that song. I liked it too, and uh, but uh, th all these songs I put in my uh, in my video are the reason also why I never make I never made a penny with these videos because yep. of the copyrights. Oof. It was it was like it wasn't uh, how would I say that like. It was okay back then to to put random uh, random songs on your uh, on your videos. Everybody was was doing that. I mean, okay, I was uh, I was mostly a, a stadium player back then. Uh, home run contests uh, mostly. Uh, I was uh, top four worldwide uh, back then. Home run contests mainly. And uh, um, and when when somebody was uh, showing a video of him playing stadium, it was always with some badass music uh, uh led zeppelin or like metallica uh, uh, you name it it was always with something super good and uh it was also hard to uh like i wish shazam existed back then because like it, it was almost as fun to download this video and watch what he was doing as listening to the song he put on the, like everybody was suddenly a dj like back then and uh, you were putting some music uh, into your video, and uh, you let the people enjoy. But uh, yeah, that got cost me the copyright of my own video. It's tough because they have since like the part one has over seven hundred thousand views. That'd be mm -hmm. that'd be nice. At, at, at least five dollars worth of uh, watching. Yeah, that's something. Be... That would be nice. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish I, I made that five bucks. You know, uh, when I think about the YouTube meta, how for a little while everybody was using copyrighted music and everything was right with the world. Maybe nobody was really making money, but it wasn't until about, I would say until about 2010 that I first heard about monetization. And then a few years later, I started hearing the word content creator getting thrown around. And now we've actually gotten to the point where nobody bothers with copyrighted music unless it's like a corporate big 
conglomerate company. It's actually just people like Alston Melee will find someone who produces their own music and just, you know, throw them a few bucks or or more or whatever to use original music. And so in a weird way, it's almost as if like the stuff like Back in Black by ACDC, you don't even want to bother with it. It just sort of starts to disappear because we're all using either copyright free music or friends mm. music that has been produced for us to use. Yeah, definitely. You you you, you want to go that way. It's like I learned I learned it the, the hard way and I don't know if people learn it the hard way too, but I did and uh, it really sucks. It really sucks. But uh, yeah, now copyright free music is uh, is really easy. Okay, I ha I have a question for you. Is okay, okay, I'm making a video right now, okay? And uh, I was wondering uh, if I put some Mario 64 music on it, is it copyrighted? There is a resource that I found somewhat recently where you are supposed to be able to check whether or not music is going to get filtered into the YouTube copyright system. So I will find really? that link and share it with you. Interesting. Okay. But, I mean, Bismuth 9. Do you know about Bismuth 9 on the, on YouTube? I do not. He's making uh, awesome videos. Uh, recently, he's doing videos about um, uh, the history of Super Mario 64 uh, with... Um, like the less amount of a presses have you seen that no but this is sort of reminding me the thing that i see when it comes to super mario 64 are the speed runs by armada because that's what he streams nowadays post melee playing and also the summoning salt videos on like the history of speed runs in mario 64 but i think a lot of people know summoning salt in the videos that he makes yeah, Summoning Salt uh, talks a lot about Bismuth 9, and Bismuth 9 talks a lot about uh, Summoning Salt in their their videos. They, they both kind of hate each other. I don't I don't know what's going on. It's either <laughs> hating or like loving a bit too much. I don't know what's going on. Like they love to point out the mistake of the other one in their own video. How about that? So yeah. I must not have been paying enough attention then. I'll check out Bismuth because I I don't need to have an affiliation to summoning salt he hasn't been on my podcast <laughs> i wish summoning salt was your on your podcast man he's uh quite big honestly i mean look i'm i'm down to have anybody well i'm down to have almost anybody on because i love talking to people about how they pass through and live around and within melee and so even if it's somebody who made an awesome video series 15 years ago and isn't super competitive within melee anymore you still have melee in your life to a little degree there's still people like me who come out of the woodworks and are like whack you made this awesome video series that was so cool thanks and yeah, it's, it's fun to have those kind of conversations and talk to big people too you know like the the, the the big names but it's great to talk to just about anybody about melee yeah, it's great to it's great to be at the bottom of the the mountain, man. Mm. People talk too much about the top of the mountain. People people only see the top of the mountain, and I I, I really like the idea of of uh, the bottom of the mountain because it it kind of shed a light on something about melee that had had to be had to be uh, addressed. Is that the top of the mountain is not representative of like the whole mountain 
and uh, yeah that's that's something i realized when i saw your your uh, your name and i was like yeah people people like when people argue over melee Fox is better than Falco. Falco is better than Fox. You, you, you know, you know the, the usual conversation. It always comes out to, yeah, but you know in 2015 when Mewtwo King went on PPND and you're like, dude, you, you're not talking melee right now. You're, you're talking to specific people in like in a super specific situation. You're not talking melee. You're not talking statistics. You're not you're not talking about the fact that have the player base that goes to a tournament are Fox players. And <clears throat> probably like, you know, in a three day tournament, like, you know, the first day, first day is probably like 50, 50 Fox players and not Fox players. Mm -hmm. and then day two, day two, it's probably about like, I don't know. I don't know, but I wish I knew what is the statistics, but I'm calling on a like 70, Percent Fox players or something because Fox players tend to be uh, tend to win. I don't know why, but whenever I watch a day two tournament, it's always like none versus a Fox player, Mewtwo King versus a Fox player, Axes versus a Fox player, Fox player versus a Fox player, Hogs versus a Fox player. <laughs> fox, 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 Fox. Every time I watch a day two tournament, it's only Fox. I'm like, where do they all come from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's like the game is it's it's like you have this you have this character screen and there's like this one character. It's it's like that day two day two tournaments. I I've seen that way too often. It's like fox, but then day three arrives and like you have your top eight and you have like axe, none, mango, hungry box. Like you know the the like all of a sudden like you have eight different characters. It's beautiful. So, yeah. Now the yeah. uh, bottom of the Smash Mountain thing also kind of uh, alludes back to your desire to see like a smaller streamer. Like I like the idea of like the big people. They they get a lot of attention and they they can take care of themselves for the most part. But I think that anybody who passes through melee in some capacity, like ultimately experiences or even contributes to it in a way that's unique. It's a it's a canvas, if you will. So that's that's you kind of nailed it on the head there. In regards to character selection, and I, I think what you appreciate is seeing a little bit of variety, I think that having Zane, who plays exclusively Marth, has been such a great thing to see over the past couple of years because he'll play, ex like I said, he won't play a different character for a different matchup. He will play Marth against Puff. He'll play Marth against Fox and Falco. He'll play Marth against Samus and... Uh, or like he'll play <laughs> occasionally he'll play as Roy in a in an online tournament or something against even higher tier characters and still end up winning because Zane is that good of a player right but uh, it's great to see because Zane tends to take a lot of the spaces out of the way and then in top eight you know there's not quite as many of them because some of them had to get get Move down to the losers bracket and drown there because Zane's just tearing a hole through the winner side. Zane is such a tank, dude. Right now, Zane is. Uh, I can't wait to have more LAN LAN uh, events because uh, it's you, you. You can say whatever you want. It's not the same thing, even though it looks really the same uh, in the uh, you know with Sleepy online and stuff. Uh, uh, rollback, it's not exactly the same. I feel like Hungry Bucks has 
like his his results online and his results offline are like off the chart. I'm not even sure Hungrybox would be top fifty online, but like when he comes uh when he comes offline, like you can you can bet he's in the top four uh, every single tournament. Like he had the he had his troubles uh, uh, with uh, some people. I don't even remember their name offline. But uh, it's funny because Zane is Zane seems really really good like offline and offline uh, online and offline or anything he's the tank that uh, that armada once was i think like uh, at some point i don't know if you 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 remember but the armada was like you know that guy was in semi-finals of every tournament at least semi-finals of every winners semis winners semis not, not losing anything and right now it's it's zane's turn and I mean, who who can beat Zayn today? I feel like the only answer to Zayn is the guy that plays a lot Zayn right now, or, or well, he played quite quite some uh, quite some matches uh, against Zayn. I mean, Mango. I think Mango was trying to download Zayn for uh, for the tournaments. So <laughs> he yes. wants he wants to know more. He wants to know more because uh, I think I think at some point Mango was like zero out of 11 against Zane at some point yeah so when like... they play their their online friendlies with each other it i mean mango will just try to play as falco and it won't go well switch to fox mm. it won't go well and i think that what Zane will continue to do moving forward something that i thought of is after after they're set at summit 11 in july when mango won two games on final destination as fox against zane and that was a oh, big yeah. deal but after having gone through that i think zane is going to be more ready for a really big moment like that we have the next summit coming up here soon in december i don't know how familiar you are with like big tournaments coming up but summit 12 is coming up here and zane and mango will be there again i of course, don't know for a fact that they will be at grand finals together again. But if that happens, I think it'll be different this time around because I think Zane will be more used to the moment because he's already been there once and he still wants it just as bad, if not more, and that it'll go in Zane's favor in the next rematch. But it's like they say, you can't count the kid out. Mango will just take expectations and throw them out the window, make things that are not possible all of a sudden possible because it's what you're seeing on the screen. I mean, did you see the uh, the all-time top 100 rankings this this past week? I haven't. I I need to see it. I'm kind of uh, uh, still watching melee. I I watch a lot of none when when he streams melee. Uh, I do watch it. I can see you, and can you hear me? And I can I can hear you. Yes, but then. You sort of froze, and I couldn't hear you for a little bit there. Can you talk about yeah. how none is basically the one of the craziest Falcons to ever do it, kind of a thing? Real craziest, period, dude. Uh, he's 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 this guy is mental. I I love it. Like, and it's funny because every time he plays against somebody, he's like, dude, that guy is so like uncreative like he he blames everyone else to be uncreative but like you you can't ask anyone to be as creative as you none that's that's the thing like you, you're you're out of this world dude like it's he he's he's insane dude like uh like i i suggest anybody to go watch his stream uh 
because honestly he's he's just crazy like uh, doing friendlies and uh, bodying the, the the shit out of people online on unranked yeah he uh, he also uh, listens to uh, the song you were talking about earlier yeah and uh, yeah it's funny because uh, i mentioned him and he was like yeah it's because of uh, it's because of your video too so same as you, he he listens to this uh, this song because of the advanced how to play. Nan has great Quite music funny. selections on his screen, and yeah, I was gonna say I felt like I had remembering I felt like I remembered hearing at some point Nan credits one of his early beginnings to watching the advanced how to play. Yeah, he loved my Young Link back then. <laughs> he watched my combo video of Young Link, and he was like amazed. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad at some point none has been amazed by me. Uh, I, I was just like you know throwing stuff and then finishing with a down air. It's, it was it was the idea like bomb boomerang down air all within uh, a combo and that was uh, pretty much all I was doing and you know some some edge guards and 2006 stuff man. Exactly, but there's no shame in it. I mean, one of the things that I remember seeing as I was watching your videos in advance of this, the the advanced how to plays was like, you know, doing the I don't even remember what you called it. It's it's a ledge dash. They call it a ledge dash now, but you're you're saying in the video one of the uses of this is that if you do it fast enough from the ledge where you let go of the ledge and then wave dash back onto the stage, you'll actually still have instability frames and this can be useful in some scenarios turns out not only is it useful in some scenarios it's it's a necessity nowadays for especially the spaces players but anybody who can actually benefit from it like pikachu or Sheik or falcon use your ledge dash use the invincibility frames that you have from holding on to the really ledge broken. it's really broken and moving <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but <laughs> like for when you think about the idea of entering in genesis 8 next january or entering in the big house or since you're up in or i'm assuming you're still up in in quebec area uh, entering in get on my level 2021 perhaps like do you feel like you know what i don't even want to do that i don't want to enter an event where everybody's ledge dashing and doing perfect shine out of shields like i don't want to do that or what are your thoughts about competing in a in a modern era of melee i still place some merely competitively in my area, but uh, um, I kind of stopped because uh, it's uh, you know I I've had my fair share of melee I would say and it's more it's 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 been such a love hate relationship for so long <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, for yeah. so long like most of my most of my sessions melee sessions uh, nowadays like it, it it became worse and worse and worse over time but. It's like, you know, I love the game, but then some, like, I don't know, I, at some point I'm like, uh, I, I kind of hate it because it's some, sometimes it's jank and, or some, some, some interaction I really don't agree with and stuff. And I, I'm just becoming more and more salty. Okay. I, I'm going to admit it. I'm becoming more and more salty. And, uh, I still, I had the, I did a tournament, um, uh, back in August, uh, and I finished like ninth, and I was so drunk, dude. I was so drunk. Uh, it, it wasn't a bar, so I, I had I had the right to be drunk. But um, but yeah, it was uh, back in back in the days, like let's say 2012, when I when I moved to Montreal, I, I decided I would be 
uh, more into the competitive the competitive scene because I was finally in a region where people were playing melee. So okay, it was my chance, and I quickly I quickly uh, um, uh, climbed the ladder uh, of the of the PR, and uh, I became at some point seventh, and uh, seventh was the best I could do back in the days because it was like top six and and and, be and better where uh where the big guys the big international guys including v wins uh yeah i don't think you know about v wins kage oh you yep, know about kage, kage. Mm -hmm. yeah kage yeah kage was out there as well bam and uh chester pkm vodka and uh, diakonos i don't know if you know about diakonos but um yeah, I, I became the best of the worst, and I was like happy with that. I kind of stopped because of that. Uh, also, the scene was kind of dying. But uh, now people, yeah, people are getting way better. Uh, and uh, especially here, uh, I'm a Puff player, and I'm really not the only one Puff player out there in uh, in Quebec. There's a, actually another guy called Legend, uh, who's also a Puff player, and had uh, over time a really much better um, result. Uh, with Jigglypuff, and so he he kind of teached everyone here how to play against Jigglypuff. So I'm the lower player with uh, a worse buff, and people are like, oh, okay, now I know how to play against buff because I was kind of um, sailing on the, on the fight. I was the only puff out there as well, <laughs> so I had I had an edge, and people had no idea how to beat buff. So, uh, but yeah, it changed and uh and now now i'm not as good but uh yeah it's it's not it's not as fun as it as it once was honestly i kind of just play for 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 the social nowadays if i if i manage to like get my saltiness over and just like try to play just to play and so then the final topic of discussion then would be about the future of whack and where you go from here there was a little bit of a tease and also melee uh, probably took a few liberties in this but uh, seemed to be really really leaning into the idea of you producing more advanced how to play type content for melee and as far as i'm aware at least on your whack 017 channel on youtube i don't think i saw that but what would you do besides that or what are some things that you work on now I, I, we also were before we started officially recording you were talking about how you like to play uh rocket league i almost called it rocket city it's rocket league rocket city <laughs> <clears throat> yeah uh so yeah i um nowadays i'm not okay i had a plan on uh on making uh a continuation of uh of the advanced how to play I made a list of I think like fifty-one advanced technique because so many. Yeah, 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 and uh, it was it was also including um, including uh, character-specific uh, things such as uh, like you know the the Samus's grappling and stuff. So like it came it came big really quick. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, techniques that I'm pretty sure nobody ever mentioned that in the video ever like such as uh, the wiggling to get out of a uh um you know you, you get your knockback out and so you just wiggle left and right to to get back into um 
like the normal stance. I, I don't know what's the word. So th this this kind of technique, I'm pretty sure nobody ever talk about it or something like that. So I have this document. I can share it with anyone who has an idea of uh, continuing this idea, right? Like as of today, there's a lot of uh, of help and resources on YouTube. SSBM tutorials, shout outs. Yeah, SSBM tutorials uh, so, such as this. Uh, so yeah, when I when I had this interview with Austin Mailey, I um, I had this in in mind, but then things changed uh, a lot. Um, I I um, I actually I moved I moved with uh, with uh, my girlfriend from the time, but then we we left each other. So like when we left each other, I had other things in mind. Well, I was like, I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna make a video. Like I want to do something else. Uh, so yeah. All, all that's being done about the the new advanced how to play is the, is the document. I think somebody uh, called Twitch's Web wanted to get in touch with me, probably to talk about this this document, the the the, the new advanced how to play or something. Maybe he wants some, like I don't know. Maybe he wants to take the the take the opportunity to make it. I can help. I can be I can be like helpful, uh, but I I I don't I don't think I'm gonna ever do that video i don't i don't plan on doing that i right now i'm playing uh i'm not only planning but uh, also doing a video about uh, the definition of a glitch because this this goddamn word dude people use it freely like like it's nothing oh a glitch i found a glitch and like they have no nobody has any idea what the fucking glitch is and i hate that and i'm like stop calling that a glitch even even practical tasks like this week or, or like last week he he uh, he uploaded a video and uh, it was about jigglypuff like the thumbnail was jigglypuff and it was written glitch on the thumbnail and it's not even a glitch. If you if you listen to the twenty five minutes video he he uploaded, it's not even a glitch. Oh, you're talking about the history of break the targets getting below yeah. the sub yeah. three minute goal. Yeah, exactly. A, for the record, it's a great video. But what specifically is not a glitch? Because you're gonna watch my video and uh, and understand. Okay. Yes, that's oh, what I'm gonna yeah, do. Yeah. On the yeah, WAC, exactly. uh, on the WAC zero one seven YouTube channel. No, on the, my other channel, on my WAC SSBM channel. Okay. W W A K. In the description SSBM. of the link below and such. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm working on that. I asked. Uh, I asked uh, Patty from uh, Alston Millie to uh, do the narrative because I have an accent, so I didn't want to to talk to be the one to talk. Uh, he did a great job. I I, I finished. Um, uh, I finished like do the all the editing, uh, removing the silence and everything. But now I have to fill the video with uh, with like charts and explanations yes. and arrows pointing at stuff. And uh, yeah, I ha I have yes. to do all of that. There's a yeah, there's going to be a blooper at the end of it because uh, it takes Patty. Time. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes quite some time. Patty at the end, he he was like he wanted to to. Um, to like say hi to everybody from himself, you know, at, at the end of the of of his narrative, the the video he not the video but the the audio he sent me. So I'm gonna keep it and, but he he kind of failed at the end. Of it. 
kind of felt like he was like, oh, uh, you can you can put that in your video if you wish to. Hey guys, I'm Patty. Oh, why am I doing this? Okay, no, never mind. He ends the video, <laughs> right? but I'm gonna put it in the video. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. You know, for as well spoken as Patty is, like all of us, always improving, always improving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, beside that, playing uh, playing video games and uh, oh, I'm also I'm also creating a video game right now. But that's that's for like another another year, maybe another like two or three years, making a video uh, a video game. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I hope that yeah. works out for you. There's a, there's a couple of I mean the the person Kira who runs the SSBM tutorials YouTube channels, making a game. There was that one game that got announced over the weekend that's supposed to be like a roguelike but with melee mechanics. And what's it called? Oh no. Oh shit. I feel so sorry for the person who worked really hard to make this independent game and get a Kickstarter going. And now I can't even remember the name of it. Hold on. Let me scroll back here. It's one of my YouTube videos. If I just scroll back far enough. Recursor. It's called Recursor for anybody who wants to know. Just look that up on Twitter and that'll come up with a bunch of Melee people saying, go look at Recursor. So there you have it. But Interesting. the point is, is that for you, you get to take all of the video games that you've played and you've played enough of them to sort of have an idea of, I want to have this imprint onto something that I make, which is really cool. So I hope that works out for Actually, you. And you, you. You got it. And to define a glitch, looking forward to that <laughs> being on your WAC SSBM YouTube channel. So that'll be in the link below. And then I guess other than giving a shout out to Twitch's web, who seems to be everywhere. <laughs> Shout out He's everywhere. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know him, eh, right? I, I said his name, and uh, you, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Huh? He's on like every episode of Radio Melee when they have people who call in to talk to Toph and PPMD. Twitch's web is there. Beautiful. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he he said that like I, I mean maybe four months ago. Maybe maybe he forgot. Maybe he put that on on the hold. But yeah. No, he said he wanted to get in touch with me. A lot of, there's a, I mean, Twitch's web seems to be involved in a lot of projects. So that doesn't surprise me like that he wants to help, but then also following up. I mean, it is tough. It's tough. There's yeah. a lot of things going on. But for now, to sort of to sort of wrap up now that we've gotten through everything, I mean, we've talked about where the people can find you, but uh, I guess the last question that I would have is when you think about the next big Melee event, what is something that you look forward to seeing when you think of the next big melee event coming up? If that's Summit Twelve or Genesis Eight in January, what do you think of? Uh, I love summits. I love summits. They're they're, they're amazing. Uh, you know they're making uh, sketches. Uh, it's always no amazing. No more Yangling. What? No more Yangling. Hunger no Box more. Hungrybox is convulsing on the floor. No more Yangling and is yelling. And Axe is standing over Hungrybox with Yangling and it's just like, oh, I miss this. <laughs> Did you not see that one? I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, I'm sorry uh, to you. Yeah. I, I don't I don't remember which one was the best, but like, you know, um uh, Mango winning his uh, his VR and like in the VR 
he's getting his ass handled by <laughs> like armada yes. in, a, in a wrestling match <laughs> <That's great. laughs> like why do i have to be like the loser every time and like he puts his helmet off and armada is uh, on the at the door and he's like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. armada shredded as fuck in the in the vr uh, video game <laughs> It was it was really funny. Like the the sketches are amazing at Smash Summit. I kind of wish I could attend a Smash Summit one day. That would be like my you know my kid with cancer wish. Well, yes, the, uh, <laughs> the make I, a wish, the wish. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. If what I about, could have. What about if, the VIP passes? I mean, husband, an old school melee player from MDVA, husband went to the last Smash Summit. He bought a VIP pass. Really. Yeah. Well, husband. Yeah, but husband is like you know, I mean, come on, dude. Husband, husband is like. What are you talking about? Such, such a legend. Yeah, he's such a legend. Oh, I like, understand I what mean. you're saying. Well, but you... but okay. How much is the VIP pass, and how much people can buy it? Oh yeah, they they had 35 passes. It went on sale today, so I'm assuming that it's already sold no out. And way. I'm sure, I'm sure they're at least a thousand dollars because that's what they were for summit 11 they were a thousand dollars for summit 11 no way dude yes way. no way you, you're not telling me that there's a chance of me going to smash summit there is definitely a chance you just have to spend that much money it is a lot but you well get... dude I, I, i'm i'm a make a wish uh, child i i want that oh i see what you're saying i'm not paying for you to go no, of course not. I'm, I'm going to pay for myself, but like, you know, so, so, <laughs> it's going to okay, be a dream so, for me. So this, so this is, so this is how you stay up to date with all of that, right? The beyond the summit, uh, the beyond the, no, they call it beyond the smash Twitter page, BTS smash at BTS smash. When summit season comes back around for summit 13, you basically just spam follow and like Twitter notifications on. And then when they say, VIP passes go on sale on this day at this time. You go on their page right before it drops and you spam all the buttons that you need to because people buy it just like that. You're going to show me with pictures afterwards yes, yes, yes. on Discord. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will, I will get that info to you also. So oh the, VIP, the VIP pass, yes, you have to jump on it really fast because Dude, people people amazing. want to be part of history uh, I, I was able to speak to somebody echo storm shout outs to echo storm he was at summit 11 as a vip he bought the vip pass he flew out to to california and he got to see mango go on that losers run to beat zane in grand finals and he was there with everybody else and i'm like that's so bro, bro, jealous of bro that. bro Every every Smash Summit is legendary yeah. to me. It's, yes, yes. it's amazing. They're all it's really amazing. good. Like, it, it was already good even if Armada was like the winner of all of them back then. But now <laughs> that like there's a bit of shuffling in the in who's gonna be the winner, it's even more amazing. So yeah, I'm gonna book myself already for okay. So when is uh when is Smash Summit? So the one that's about to happen is December. Summit 13, I guess they put out the dates for, but I don't remember them. I don't think that far for for the Summit events anyway. Yeah, but uh, uh, like, is there, I know I know back then it, there was a smaller one and a bigger one, Smash Summit. Like the Summit one was just a, some sort of a interlude uh, 
in in the year and the winter one was the big one is it still that way no they're all pretty much big now i mean they're all pretty much big okay yeah, so everybody's making a big fuss and hullabaloo about trying to get to the winter one right that's coming up in a few weeks in december i mean everybody's going ham trying to get voted in you know as like a player to get voted into summit and then mm. the people trying mm -hmm. to sweep up the vip passes i mean it's a it is a it is a whole thing holy shit okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to get in touch uh, uh with uh, a bit a bit more with uh, the the bts uh, smash the summit and uh, try to get my way to one summit just to say that at least i went to one and you know because that's a dream that's honestly a dream to to go to one smash summit well you know the way that you make it happen is through the same way that you've done all the other cool things that you've done around melee which is just to simply jump in and start working at it it doesn't all happen right away you don't nobody really gets to see all the you know the climbing to get to the summit but once you're there it must be a pretty cool feeling no but but i'm gonna okay you're talking about vip passes that you just pay for it and then you get there right well yeah sure but that involves a lot of work too nowadays people's buy them up so quickly whack they buy them up so quickly. It's already yeah, but, sold out. Yeah, but it's it's more feasible than me working my ass to get top eight worldwide and then That's true. Yeah, that exactly. So like that's that's a bit easier than uh, than just buying the tickets. That's true. And but it is like it's one of like those like really exclusive. Like if there was a if there was a top artist like I don't know, like Bruno Mars or Lady mm. Gaga, whoever, like selling tickets to 35 people and anyone from the world could hop in as soon as they go on sale. Obviously, uh, they're, they're gone. They're yeah, gone. They're, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to describe. It's it, It'll be tough, but... There we go. Not, okay, okay. It's going to be tough. Yeah, okay, I, I get it. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to make it sound like they're very accessible. <laughs> they're very accessible things to get a hold of, <laughs> but you can if you are fast enough, and I think you can manage that. I don't know if I can get in touch with the, 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 the people out there, like maybe somebody who's in charge. Like uh, back then, uh, Hex Money, uh, well, probably is still uh, in charge of uh, the box, selling the boxes. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the boxes. Controller. Yeah, they, they were out of, um, out of stock at some point, but I really wanted a, a, a box. And so I got, I, when I hopped in the Discord server, Hex Money was like, is this whack? And I was like, yeah, 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 I would like a, a box. And he was like, we're out of stock. And I was like, do you still have some something? Or he was like, yeah, 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 I got some uh, for you anyway. Maybe it's going to work that way too. Well, we'll see. All I know is that I, for myself, don't think I know of any back way to get into a summit. All I know is the 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 honest good old fashioned just buy your way in baby like that's all i know so good luck to you whack and thank you so thank much you for joining me on bottom of smash mountain it was really fun so hey man have a good evening and uh, have a good week yes you as well so